Hey guys, Daniel here for Escaping Network. With everything going on in the news right now, we want you to know that we stand with those out there protesting for change. It's only going to happen if we all let our voices be heard and stand together. This is a very important time for all of us. So if you or someone you know needs help with resources or effective ways to cause this change and ways that we can donate and our listeners can help, please reach out to us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com or on our Facebook or Instagram pages. We stand with you and hope that together we can make this a better place. Thank you. And now on to the show. By pressing play, you've been transported to Escape Velocity, where the random and ridiculous thoughts expressed here do not reflect the views of the store or the employees. There will be no apologies for the things said today by your hosts and their guests. With that being said, enjoy the experience. Yeah, guys. Why, hello, dear. It's just another Manny Monday. I wish it was Sunday. You know why? Because it's a fun day. Goddamn right. And just like the go-go's, we about to go-go with another episode of Yo, Yo Where the, the Captain's, captain's at? at? Where the Captain's at? Where the Captain's at? Here they are! Yeah! See, we're going to fix that. All right, we're going to fix that in no, post. No. You want to bring... Yeah. I had, to, I had to debate Ooh. if I was really going to do it Word. or not. I was going to... I was going to try... I was like, God yeah, damn it. I was going to try to hit it, but I knew I wasn't going to be able to uh, obtain that goal. So, like, let me stop right before I jump off the cliff. And I was like, do I really want to jump off the cliff? <laughs> Fuck it, I'll die today. Yo, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and as always... I'm yours truly, Kels for Show, a.k.a. the Black Seth Cohen. Join with me, of course, is my bro host. And you know it's Roscoe, a.k.a. the sleepy black man in the back of the room. Yes, yes, yes. And with us, as always, of course, is Daniel Rojas, making sure everything comes to you as clear and precise as possibly. The show is my life. We love you, Freddie Benson. And just like his life, he's lying about it because it's not his life. No. no, it's not. <laughs> and joining us today is our special host, one of the people I've known the longest in Colorado Springs. Oh, I feel offended, but whatever. The person I've known the longest since living in Colorado Springs, my good old brethren. Um, if you know us, you know him. He goes by multiple names. Some might know him as Too Hot for TV. Some might know him as Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. Some may know him as Mojo. Some may know him as Kelsey's moon to his son. Don't you do that, because oh. I am nobody's moon. I am the center oh. of our universes and said, galaxies. Nah, 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 nah. I said no, 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 no. his moon to your son. I know, no. Bastard. I know what you said. I am nobody's oh, property. Oh, I'm a bruto. You don't want to be bruto. No, I am nobody's property. Right. You would not do that. This shit got weird you would not real do that. fast. Bruto. You would not do that. Bruto. But what we will do is welcome on one of our nearest and dearest friends, our white ally, the boy Joe and Gargiola. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, everybody. It's a pleasure to be on for the first time, and uh, I hope it's the first time of many. And I would also like to just chime in and say that uh, you might hear some white noise in the background, and that's my man's Chris there. Hi, friend. See how the white man comes in and try to outdo you at your job? You see that shit? I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> he he trying to get a he trying to get a podcast so bad. Can like, we go, Lord, can we go a beige noise? 
He's a He's a mild taupe. I've been doing the sideline stuff. This this whole show's history, and there's nothing like a couple whites coming in and trying to clean Exactly. Like, jeez, Louise, didn't give me a second to get to. Well, there's a little bit of pigment here. If you know they're gonna eat the chicken, you might as well make the biscuits. I get mistaken for a Mexican all summer long. Well, that makes sense, cause yeah, why wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm just brown enough, apparently. Exactly, you are, and they just want the opportunity to say something wild to you, like "Hola," like bro. People are always taking you for Mexican. Hey, I'm not taking anything away. But anywho, how how's everybody doing today? Oh, fabulous! I just got done taking a nice old nap while uh, y'all were recording, so you know I am. Well, energized for the while we the were day. recording, what be more specific? Escaping podcast, the number one podcast in all things geek, needy, in everything in between. Yeah, like, like how everything was wrong about that statement that you made. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise, you're not gonna come here and flavor of the Kool Aid of Escaping Podcast. I put too much, can't just dump it. I put too much flavor in into that show for that. Sweet. It's like how diggity dare you? No, this out. Ross, it's like you heard about our show from a third party that was partially deaf in one ear. Cause she mad I didn't stick around with her. That's why. Deaf, blind. You say I that because you've done that. Cause let me tell you about my next life. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that great. Uh, run it back. Nah, uh, run it back is black. And that's something else, too, we have to deal with. Because if you believe in reincarnation like myself, just imagine, like, I have to come back again and go through this shit again? Yikes! So that's one of the things, too, when people talk to you about having an old soul, like, depending on when you transpire in a previous life, you come back with all that knowledge and that surplus of experiences already in your body. That's why some people I know in our circle, like, yo, that boy been here before. <laughs> like, his skin may be whiter than the snow. At dawn, but that soul though, that soul went through some traumas. He knows something about a yam. He knows something about a yam. Where it it said white people are like, oh, the baby's so smart, but people of color are like, this baby's been here before. Exactly. (laughs) It just knows some things, man. It just knows some things. And with that being said, I (laughs) I guess nobody else has anything to say. About how they're doing, how they're feeling. Doing pretty good, been out there protesting, you know. It's it's been right. kind of crazy, but we're we're making progress peacefully. Yes, yes. Protest, speak your truth. Whether it's popular or not, say who you really are so we can judge you for who you say you are. That's the most important thing. Even if I even if I don't agree with your shit, let me know how you really think so I can know how to handle you. But you never by know. not avoiding you if we just don't see how to just eye. they just might say Look at my eyes, like Drew Brees. No, I'll say no. You got my got the Makugan. You ain't gonna trap me in some infinite Thai jitsu. Like no, bro. I'm listening to your words. Tell me how you feel. What just, just happened. I know Joe's an ally because he's the only white person I know that's still walking a Makovic jersey even after them dogs. Hell and that yeah, says a lot. Because dogs shouldn't be more important than human life. Dude, I'm just saying that's how I feel. Now, I do fuck with adults. I think some shit is fucked up. Fuck but the fact dog. that Michael Vick has spent more time in jail than all the cops from like 2004 to now were killing unarmed people, it's not even close. That's a problem. And that motherfucker has paid more money out of his own pocket to further like kill shelters and the HSPPR, like like any any sort of any sort of 
organization that wants to make animals healthy and safe. That dude is paying money out of pocket. All this Michael Vick hate is unfounded. Look into it a little bit. Yeah, I still have that dude's jersey from way back in 2004 when I used to play on with that dude on Madden and make tons of money gambling. Michael Vick came over to your house to play Madden? No. no. I used to play as Michael Vick on Madden yes. in Fort Collins and make a butt ton of money. Yes. Right yes. Thank you for that, Joe Kellerman. And now let's get into it. And if you're not familiar with the show, our first topic is, yo, what's poppin'? What and that's when poppin'? we go around and talk about certain um, headlines from the world of geek culture, pop culture, American culture, music, wrestling, and anything else we randomly decide we want to talk about. And speaking <laughs> of wrestling, there was an event that went on this weekend, Ross. You want to talk about that real quick? Uh, yes. Uh, NXT TakeOver In Your House. In Your House, In Your House. 25-year anniversary to the first one. Uh, it was nice. It was good. Uh, Keith Lee wearing supported Black Lives Matters. I like that. Wearing shit. a full Black Lives Matter uh, jacket and gear. Uh, good old Io Shirai showed why she was one of is to me one of the top best female athletes in WWE. And uh, they also had the back the backlot match where Adam Cole has retained the belt and still being the longest reigning. NXT male champion, as well as in two months his contract is going up, so don't know if he's actually, well, it's rumored that he re-signed it, but don't know yet, but he could be going to AEW sooner than people think. And who did he beat to retain his title? Oh, your boy Velveteen Dream coming out dressed up like Negan. Yeah, he did. He dressed like Negan? Yeah. Negan. Like, I'm going to pop some heads out of some eyes? Yes. If we were in this time frame right now, there's several jokes I would have made about that, but I won't right now. If you could see me standing up, I'd be cocked to the side like Jeffrey D. Morgan, Negan? Yes. Rampage with The Rock and Digital Monkeys. With a big old monkey. Yes. (laughs) The bat didn't have bad wires on it, but it was close enough to look like you. You can breathe. The comedian as well, mm. but least funny. Ha! Nah. The punchline is we all die. He raises bitch. Watch the Watchmen. He Someone has to last laugh though. Exactly. Mm. Mm. Damn that shows. I've been trying to get my whole house to watch it now because they're all. Did people be, still in your house that haven't watched oh, it? Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, two of us. Two of us have watched it. You and CJ? Uh, no. <gasps> Me and CJ's girlfriend Cindy. Mm. You guys live in the wrong house. I, no, haven't, they, I haven't watched it either. They live in a perfect non-key house. I haven't either, but that's because Ross has barely put HBO on my shit. Whoa. You haven't watched Watchmen. I haven't. I haven't you haven't it. watched Watchmen. It is fully on Whoa. the Whoa. Homework. <laughs> okay. Should have had a V. Next time we speak, that shit need to happen. I've never Jeff Weaver hey, in oh, real life before. I didn't oh, know that shit really worked. Oh, 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 <laughs> All right. Homework. So that's the homework. Since none of you guys can watch Korra right now, because that DVD is being held by somebody else, Watchmen, yeah, HBO yeah. Max, HBO Now, HBO Go. It's only, what, 10, 8 episodes? 10. And you'll figure out why it's the best TV series of last year. If you watch The Boys, it'd be The Boys. Boys the Boys is number two. It's easy, like, 1A, 1B. 
If it was not for The Watchmen, The Boys would have been the best TV series of last year. I love The Boys. The Boys is great. And, and, and Kelsey, that Kelsey put it to me the best way I've ever heard it, that this is low-key the blackest show on TV, and holy shit, is it amazing. Yes. So I, I've heard that as well, but if we throw in our homework, Kelsey, watch <laughs> Made in the Biz. Nah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. Kelsey doesn't do homework. He just passed tests. Oh, Lord, you know me so well. It was because of crib sheets? <coughs> no, because I'm Zet Morris, baby. It was just like high school all over again. Hell yeah. I'm a cruise through this shit like Tom, baby. Because I got the need for speed. <laughs> Not the drug. Just to speed my way out of this fucking classroom. Because I got other shit to do. Yes, homework. We always have other work to do inside of our homes. And I will not sit here and neglect that to a fact, but I will put that on a list. Because 13 Reasons Why the final season has came out this prior week. I have not started that just because I have other series in front of that. I do look forward to seeing how it all ends, but I can already tell that I would describe the series for people that haven't seen it yet. Don't bother, but no matter how this last season ends, I'm going to be like, don't bother watching all of it. Just watch the first season. That's the most important season. That's literally must-watch television, especially if you have a younger kid or person in your life and you really don't know how to just talk to them, especially with things like mental illness and suicide. Like this, I'm not going to say this is the easiest way, but it's at least an opening to have that dialogue because last thing you want to do is have somebody close to you not be here at without giving them the opportunity or even just letting them know that, yo, we can talk about some shit. Ross? Yeah, I haven't started 13 Reasons yet neither, but uh, that's also because I have other shit as well as gone into some anime. Well, that first season of 13 Reasons Why is the only season based off of the actual literature. Yes, Yes, but it's also certain things have changed. Like, she didn't cut herself in... uh, the TV, sh- I mean, in the, the book. books, she swallowed pills. Mm. But I, everything after the first season is, all, is just hype. That as well as it's just really not even unnecessary. based off of the book. So it's just all... I want to say it's... Un- yeah, I want to say it's unnecessary. I just... I will say it could have been done better. They strayed away from the core material. I will. Well, the core material is only just the first season. Yeah, the core well, material is yeah, the first season of the book. Where, so where anything is after the, that is is cake. Where where is the second, third, and now even the fourth season, which literally has nothing to do with suicide or mental illness? It's now about a murder. Cover. Well, technically, they still give us mental illness because uh, the main character is suffering from it as well. well. All of them are suffering from some sort of trauma or. Uh, that is true. The, it's survivor's guilt. There, like, there's a ton of different things they still kind of do cover, but it is lost. It's 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 a totally different monster now. Exactly, and but that's the underlining um, theme of it is how you deal with these adversities in your life. Like, it went from the focus of like, of course, Hannah Baker to go to like the the representations, yes, and just seeing like the more real world maybe consequences for people's actions. But I feel like they lost what they were trying to do in teaching and lying people by having it so ridiculous in how they try to continue it. Like, if they would just sat down, like, let's try to keep... That's what I liked about the first season, because it felt real. Everything after, it just felt like it a TV stopped. series. It yeah. should have stopped at like, one. 
Because I know it's all real, but or fake, but it's like when you get sucked into it and you have to remind yourself, like, oh shit, these aren't real kids. These are actors. The, the Everything sh- after season one, like, they, they're oh. acting. Like, the this. second season is still semi relatable to the first season, but three and four really just go off the wires for me. Yeah, definitely. What, what it, I, what it relates back it. to is that the second or second season, third season, and now the fourth season are just the amalgamation of what the writers and directors want to put into existence because they're just trying to make that cash grab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they got they got eyes on it now, so they're just trying to just stop keep eyes on it. And leave it, of, um, leave it for what leave it for what it is. Yes, and speaking of cash grabs. They're already in talks of working on a new film starring, uh, starring Harley Quinn in the DCEU. It's not being said what the movie exactly is going to be about, but they're already turning the wheels to get her into another film where she's the focus. And most people are assuming it's going to be the Gotham City Cyrus movie that shit was that supposed to predate. That was supposed to predate Birds of Prey, yes. So, so y'all cancel the movie just to be like, no, nah, we're not canceling it no more. Because the movie they thought was gonna do better didn't do better. So now they gotta feel, figure out God. how to bring her back to the forefront. Even with you and McGregor, they should have just did this Cyrus first, like they wanted to, but no. Yes, they should have gave us Cyrus first, then gave us within that the setup for Birds of Prey. So in the Birds of Prey, they would be they're assembled. And they're trying to take out the sirens, or at least Harley Quinn, and that's how they bring her into the fold. Then you can give us a third one when the bad bitches and the good girls are all working together, XYZ, woman power, whatever, whatever you want to do. But um, it's going to be interesting to see, because I know that movie's going to happen. It's going to happen regardless, especially when you have um, Zoe Kravitz about to be Catwoman and the Matt Reeves movie with um the boy... Um, Pattinson. Um, Robert Pattinson. 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 And if they bring that into it and make that universe canon with that, it's going to be like, oh, shit. Now we get this young... Because Zoe Kravitz is not younger than uh, fucking Margot Robbie. So I'm like, oh, you get an old Harley Quinn with a young Catwoman? And then you also give us Poison Ivy in some capacity because you can't do this. You got to give us this Poison Harley, especially after how the cartoon has been killing this whole dynamic of that relationship. I guess uh, my question to you with that is, would you rather Ivy be introduced fully in this next movie or tease in this next movie to have a full uh, part in the third one. Yeah, he was fully us... in both. Yes. This one time I will let him speak for me. Yes, because we agree. Dive in. Totally. Yeah, just fully fuck it. Dive in. Treat these moviegoers like they know what they're going to see. And guess what we know? Guess what we know? We know what we're going to see. And if you put Ivy in the trailer, guess what we're going to be like? Ivy's in the trailer. I know about Poison Ivy. Now give us this origin, this version Why? of her. Also, why spoil just all the excitement on one character, Harley Quinn, when she has a fucking best friend that as many people that are fans of Harley Quinn are a fan of Poison Ivory? Give us this, give us our green, beautiful, red-haired bitch and let it go. Or if you're going to reset the Batman universe, quote-unquote, just fucking dive in. Let's, let, let's get after it. Like, give, like, fully immerse me in the Batman mythos, give me Harley, give me Mr. Freeze, give me Poison Ivy, give me Penguin, give me everything. Just everybody who's going to watch this movie is an adult. 
everybody who watches this movie is going to bring their kid and the adult is going to sit next to the kid and and explain what that person is, what that person is, what that person is. Give me what we want in a movie. Don't explain the story. Don't give me a year one. Don't give me any sort of short sell. Give me what we want. Give me a Batman that is going to actually get after it. If you're not going to give me Ben Affleck, if you're not going to give me a Batman, if you're not going to give me a Ben Affleck Batman, give me the Batman we deserve right now. And we'll, as parents and as nerds and as people that voice the internet, we will give you the backstory that you need, you deserve, you want, you crave for. We'll give you all that. Just give me what we want right now. First off, when you said short sale, that hit different. That felt like a personal attack. But, <laughs> now this a joke besides, but when we get to the crux of it, we have had these immersions into the um, Batman verse. And the interesting thing about this, with the Snyder Cut coming, Ben has always wanted to be Batman. Henry Cavill has always wanted to be Superman. You just didn't give them the just dudes because in Ben Affleck's Batman, it was going to ba- be based on an Arkham Asylum arc. We have all his villains, and he had to go in there and deal with them, setting up for him to catch them all again, like the 13 ghosts of Scooby-Doo of villains. But they decided not to go that. That's why um, Deadshot, Will Smith was supposed to be in that movie too, and Deathstroke. But now rumors are being circulated that they might try to revisit so if anything, we might get two Bat verses. We might get the Robert Patterson version and the already established DCEU. Because Henry Cavill has already been signed to come back and to play Superman in more cameo roles like the Hulk and what other characters like in the Marvel movies. And that's so, great. Exactly. So now they could play with different things. Like, all right, fans didn't like this one, this one. Boom, we're going to do this this way. Just like with uh fucking um, Robert Patterson, maybe go younger with this one, or just in this universe. But I still give it, you time if they want to expand on Ben Affleck, then you could do that and use the Marvel the Asian technology to go back and do flashbacks, arrow style. But let me depending on which. But let me intercede there. If you're gonna give me a Robert Pattinson year one, if you're gonna start that's it's not year one. It's like year well, two or three. If if you're gonna give me an early Batman, yeah, you better flesh this out. And don't string me along and don't give me a rebirth and a rebirth and a rebirth and a reiteration. See, that's one thing, like, you just gotta get over. That's uh, American privilege, because well, that's just, what movies do. Well, no, it's, it's not what movies a la, do. A it's, except for Toby, uh, not Toby, just for like Tom Holland. This is the first Spider-Man women didn't have to see Ben die. Well, just just give me, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do it, yeah. full blown, get into it and yes. do it. But they also try to do that as well. But it's all about the execution. Chris, you have something? So back to Joey's point. uh, If you want some of the best nitty-gritty Batman stories, you need year one, year two, year three, because he's trying to figure out what the hell he's doing after he did this long stint training with assassins and whatever, trying not to be an assassin. But the other best Batman stories are old Batman stories. Unless you get in the few and far between, like, uh, Long Halloween and mm. some of his... Hush. Yeah, Hush. when it comes down to him just being a more experienced Batman, those are when you get all sides. You get you get the violence. You get the detective. 
you get the you, you get everything. You get the love story. You get uh, the rape. Oh, God. Well, just if Barbara Gore and Batman. That's the killing Tyler, joke. No, that's Talia that's, Ghoul. Yo, she raped him. Well, I, I, <laughs> she been raped that many times? Well, no. He, no, Talia no, Ghoul. she been raping that many Talia times. Talia Ghoul talked Bruce into fucking her, and that's how Damien came about. No. While he was but drugged. That, while he was drugged. That's so Damien. Damien. So, so Batman got raped, not yeah. her. No, no, Barbara Gore did. Talia raped Batman. Talia. Yeah, of yeah. course it. It's we're, we're, we're talking about Talia. Yeah, but Damian Wayne is about. Know she did. She yeah. got raped by the Joker. She. He was snatching shit. And yeah, that was no. after he shot the bitch and trying to. That was the killer joke. One like the best reads best you could ever get. Animated movies that DC has ever done. I will say, read the book. Fuck what the fucking well, movie. No, well, the I movie was, they tried to update it and the whole scene between Batman. And Barbara, before everything happens, is totally fabricated in the movie. Read the, the graphic novel. I will sum this up by saying, hell no. The last joke, the killing joke, whatever. The fact that Batman's fucking Batgirl, after she's been with Dick Grayson, after she got pregnant and lost the baby, that's not my Batman. I will not give that credence to that movie because you have movies like The Red Hood. You have, you have Under the Red Phantasm. Hood. You have all these other dope ass Batman centric movies that are just better to me personally. Hush. They just made it to a hush. hush movie. Not well, incli- I'm not inclined on the source material. Best. I'm not counting the source material. I'm just talking about the animated movie. Like the but Killing Joke. Killing? I will not rewatch the Killing Joke. But there's mo- Batman Assault on Arkham. Oh, Amazing. Baby. And as someone who just played through the Arkham series again, holds up. But also, Under the Red Hood, that last scene with Jason as a kid after he's you know gone and he's like this is gonna be the best day ever and you're like no Batman but guess what it's not the killing joke is not better than Batman Ninja Turtles uh, no, that, that that's true. Batman Ninja Turtles movies. is solid. Yes, that's all I'm talking about. That's all I'm talking about. No, that's all I'm talking about. brought that over to my place. That's we watched it. But I was skeptical until about thirty seconds in. So too, I was buckled in for the ride of my fucking life. So to so to walk the animated movie dog back. Well, to walk the dog back to pull it in. If you're gonna give me a young Robert Pattinson, you better finish it off with a Ben Affleck that is seasoned and grizzly and Ben nasty. Affleck is gone. We don't get no more no, Frank Miller. He would he he would do it again if the right director's there. I if see. the continuity's there. I if he see. got drunk again. Hold on. I see your Batfleck, and I raise you an epilogue at the end of the Batman movie with Michael Keaton training Terry. I'll say that needs bring that needs to be Keaton. a show. Best Batman that ever. That needs to be a HBO Film Max show. If not the movie, which we've been saying that, that shit for years. Don't give me a movie. Give me a show. So and you put, want a Batman Beyond. I exactly. want a Batman DC, Beyond show. HBO collabo to have the best Batman ever, Michael Keaton. No. Train Terry McGinnis. That's 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 that is for another podcast. That's for another podcast. We can, we can have this podcast all night long. But we won't. You know why? Because guess what? What are we gonna do? We're we're gonna, first off, you let, first off, you don't let me talk mm. <laughs> for my black ass self mm. because we got other things to get. To. I got a fresh beer. Mm. I know you got want. a fresh beer, but you ain't got a fresh year so far because mm. 2020 has been a poop day. Mm. What's that? A charcuterie bar or shittery? 
But to put a nail in a DC coffin, the actor that played Elongated Man on The Flash has just been fired. For guess what, guys? Racist all racist, racist, sexist, and vulgar yeah, tweets. What he say? Six years ago. I don't even know because the person I would listen to YouTube like, I don't even really want to repeat this shit. But guess it what? It was like that? It was bad enough for them to be like, it's bad. You're gone. Ooh, they didn't. They didn't even put him on a probate period. Nah. They didn't Ooh, even give him a chance wee. to explain himself. So, they just fired wee. a elongated man from Flash. So now I'm just Ooh, like, maybe wee. we could get the official, the real OG, the plastic man that we all really wanted. Because I had no problem with his character. He grew on me, but at the same time, like, oh, if you're not that person now, I feel bad for you. But if you've never been checked, it's hard for you to change, especially as a white man and. America, not only just a white man, but anybody that just get used to what they get to do. And that's why they say it's hard to teach old dogs new tricks. Because if I get a cookie for doing the same play dead, guess what? I ain't coming back. <laughs> but word, but... But that's what, cookie, ladies and gentlemen, that just boils no, no, back no, to... I said, be, I didn't get a cookie. Like, oh, be cognizant right, of what you put you online. Every thought, every oh, yeah, now, tweet, yeah. every... Blurb that you put out to the world. Hell yeah. I can't that wait to get shit, canceled. That shit could come back and cancel you. Get you fired. I can't wait to cancel that shit because you can't cancel me if I don't give a fuck. Did they get canceled last week? No. Nobody watches it <laughs> enough. That's why I can't wait for them to pull up old ass tweets. Like, well, on the podcast, he said this. Like, and? I only said one funny thing. You ain't getting my bread. Shit, nigga, we vegan over here. We gluten free. Me and Gladys, Kale. <laughs> no, we don't like What it boils down to is kale over here. just papaya. People loving people. Man. Yo, watermelon comes in different colors. There's a yellow out there. I ain't even know that shit to be true. Because <laughs> they don't teach us shit like that in school. That shit is true. And I it's know. Delicious. It's delicious. You're fucking GMOs. With, exactly. a little, with a little bit of tahini. And I stand with them too. <laughs> Let the rainbow be their color, yo. <laughs> GMO's not part of the ring. No, no, that, that, was, that was a joke. Anyway, back on track. Back on track. So that's going to wrap it up for the geek shit. I just want to touch on some music shit real quick because last week I totally spaced on letting y'all know about YWDCA on Spotify. It's an official program. Um, it's an official profile. Find it, search it, follow it. We got down YWDCA for and the fifth and the sixth. You can listen to that and listen to all the music we've been jamming out to during these quarantine times. Some of my favorite songs of this year has came out during that shit. A lot of dope albums. Ross, any particular songs or anything? Oh, wow, yes. There's this black country singer by the name of Mickey Guyton. Oh, I thought you were talking about Rumor. Nah, baby, I'm about to talk about Black Like Me. Yeah, boy. Send to white girl. <laughs> so there go you a nice black country song for you. Black there, like me. Okay. Yes. So are you gonna play that song? Or no, no, we, no, 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 no. We, don't we ain't Joe Rogan or Joe Budden um, or any other Joe. We don't got that license. As, as, as the head of Escaping Network, please don't let us get sued. <laughs> Talk about it, but but yet also sorry, uh, sorry. See first me in time. The streets first. Sorry, first time on the Remember podcast. Remember this little <laughs> single on uh, the Look at Me uh, video from XX Tentacion? Yes. That now has actually came out as a single, Riot. Mm-hmm. So, 
that stands for gang, 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 gang. Word. Okay, past that, um, I mean, not much. I just been, you know, my usual the Scots morning routine. But uh, are you gonna elaborate on who the Scots are? Oh, you know, if you don't know who the Scots are, then you just don't know who. But I'm letting you know. I'm trying to tell you. Yes, like me, for instance. Travis and Kid Cuddy, Scott. We're not talking about Sean Williams, Scott, or Scott Summers. We're talking about... Like like, like Travi from Jim Class Heroes? No, Travis Scott. Oh. The rapper, sir. Travis Scott and Kid Cuddy. Cuddy Cuddy got a single called The Scots that's been out for like months. And that shit bangs, because we was actually in um, Gasoline Alley, and that shit came out. Oh, yeah, they played I didn't realize that shit bumped, because I never heard that shit in um, real speakers outside of my headphones. That's after quarantine? Yeah, Yeah, during, right now, like, like literally Saturday. Saturday. Oh, shit. It it took a while to get in, but it's still, like, First come, first serve. Oh, I was going to say, the only place I've been to is Tony's, and I went to get a burger at Bad Day today, and it was great. Word. And also, that weird bitch is back. That queen of the monsters, oh, Lady Gaga, sure. just dropped oh. her new al- album, Chromatica, featuring mm. one of my favorite new K-pop groups, Black Pizzink. Woo! Let's kill this love. And she had the girl, Aria Grande, on that shit. And I just realized oh, yeah, Aria Grande shit. is not even Hispanic. She's just a dark-ass Sicilian-Italian blend. And she ain't been correcting nobody. No, no, nah, he got that little karate, that jinjitsu in his shit, so that shit don't count. Just, just a history note. I Sicilians get their dark tan from intermixing with a black race. Yeah. I'm sorry, what do you mean intermixing? Mean uh, fuck sex, <laughs> motherfucker. And you know why? Because we all come from it's Pangea. called It's called commingling. And Sicilians with a dark white, they love chocolate before anybody else. Gelato. I went through that phase too. Yes. <laughs> And Future, the toxic individual that he is, he dropped a new album, High on Life. My favorite pop tart, that girl, Charlie XCX, dropped another album, How I'm Feeling Now, and it's dope. The Weeknd, of course, dropped After Hours, one, and I really did that shit because it has a very 80s vibe to it. I'm all about my turbos, my transformers, my dark nights, my love is the battle, my love is a battlefield, sometimes dove cry. During a thriller, and guess what? Yep. So you mentioned future. Yes. Something you should know: a local rapper here in the Springs, Ian Taylor, just dropped uh, one of his songs with Future. Oh, oh word! Yeah. So check that out. I bet that shit's tossing. On the so come that's up. On the next playlist. Maybe. maybe. Oh, yeah, maybe. Then the girl Selena Gomez dropped her latest album, Rare, with. Features Kid Cudi as well. Roscoe mm, listens to that song. Mm, Sweetest we, Place is my favorite song. That shit going. The girl JoJo. Yes, JoJo. But actually, I do love her too. That is my yes. other hit. JoJo. I'm going to use a word that I don't use because I'm black, but the boy Brian Vance uses all the time. Yummy. JoJo, no, is a total babe. babe. Still to this day. That little thing. That little thing. I'm going to touch a nice shit. I'm going to leave Yummy. it out there. Um, the Dream dropped six take four. That shit's a legit album. You at the crib with a young lady, she don't mind you playing some music, light a couple candles, dim them lights, put on some dream, let that falsetto mm-hmm. rocker yes. while you rocker. Why yes, you, sir. Why you pour the lotion on her? Yeah, ooh, good. ooh, boy, that natural lotion. Um, Chris Brown and Young Thug dropped the slapper, no pun intended, called Slimy B. That shit's legit. And the boy Drake dropped Dark Lane demo tape. That shit's cool. And that's just some of the albums that we've been listening to. 
I'm not gonna get specific to the songs because I could be here all day talking about that shit. But like I said, YWDCA Spotify. We're gonna have a link for it at the profile. Click on that shit. Look at all the playlists. If you're ever bored and need something to listen to, just throw one on and you get a, a better sense of what we vibe out to while we're coming up with these topics or just living our day-to-day 24 hours. Word. And with that coming to a wrap, we're about to get into the Yo, We Geeking Out segment. Geeking, geeking. Geeking, geeking. And today we're going to be geeking out with the <sighs> contemporary classic. You could somewhat say trailblazing. Mm. Would you say you were on the run? Driving in the sun? I would say we were having fun playing beer punk in the sun. Two on two or one on one. Colorado's where we at. You can't spell that spell that without cool and that's a fact. Colorado. I don't like the Colorado. Colorado, we leave and come right back. Colorado is where we at. Oh, hell, that like <laughs> the backwards OC. The backwards OC. As soon as somebody said that to us, we was like, oh, oh shit. Because shit ain't really popping like that. We ain't rich and wealthy. We in these mountains, on these Cody sacks. That's where the Cody's at. Well, Cody's be white boys. They aren't Celts and Ryans, and they don't have to live. Yeah, they. Cody's they, are the nice ones. Exactly. Or at least they escape with you. They're not the Kyles. Oh, you don't want a Kyle. They're the Tyler's. My best friend's Skyler. name is Kyle, but he's also Guatemalan and Japanese. So that don't count. That is he but still he a ranger? Right. What his fireball look like? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> do those do those walls still fill those holes? Oh, he don't punch no walls. Mm. I'm just trying to say, Shehova Gaia has gave me the strength to be Kwame. And with my power combined... We're going to talk about the OC. And that's why I brought Joe on this episode today. Because the OC, for him, me, and Ross, is one of those TV shows that we related to because we love so much at this point in time in our life. And this shit came out circa 2004, like right during um, senior year. But I didn't come into it until like season two was dropping. And I didn't come into it until season three. Exactly. After... I got onto it because Joe was already into it, and that's just a trickle-down effect. So it all started, I got off work one night, and I started watching this show on TV, and I was really into it, and it was just a parallel of, like, this kid, rough life, coming in, getting adopted, you know, just coming into this family, and it was a friend and a friend coming together and one friend was unlike the other. And I found that parallel in a friend, which is weird enough to say, but we're sitting there in geometry class and we're at the same table and it didn't make sense, quote unquote, as friends go, but we're sitting there, we're drawing, we're doodling, we're, doing math and we just look at each other like hey man you draw i draw what table do you sit at at lunch and the friendship was formed from there on after and when kelsey says aka the black seth cohen for the longest time he was the black seth cohen to the white 
Ryan. Asian Ryan. I Asian Ryan. Asian Ryan. Asian Ryan. <laughs> uh, he gives you your color credit. He gives me the yellow credit that I give, <laughs> that I get. Um, it was, you know, we're talking about beer pong and stuff like that, like Johnny Storm, Iceman. Like, it It was the, the yin to the yang, and we came about and just we forged a friendship over drawing in geometry class at the center table and it you know here we are several years later on a podcast just sitting around drinking having a fun time in a friend's basement and man i'm just this like i've listened and i can't believe where i'm at right now this is staggering Word, hell yeah, that's just real spit too. And even going back to high school, like it was real cool, like just being on like student body government, like SGA and shit. Like back then, I was feeling already like the Obama situations. Like I already just described this to a person the other day, just talking about you know certain aspects of my black anxiety. It's just like yo, I'm used to being the only black person in the room, so I know the responsibility, but then it's like, if it's me and Joe in this situation, especially when I'm dealing with student government, like, all right, I got his back, he got my back. Like, if Joe about to go here and try to run up this shit, trying to get this higher position, I got his back. We're going to tag team this shit, because I know if he get in, and it's easier for him to get in, but then I get my influence, and we ride together, so what works for me works for him, and it works for everybody. And so that's if how I we go to, in. He goes yes, in. So that's how we mix that shit up. And we used to be on the dances at Harrison and shit in high school, coming with the themes and shit. We buying the supplies and shit. One of my first racist moments came from like going to Joanne Fabric, getting fabric from the homecoming dance, and them excuse me is stealing like motherfucking what was that shit? Um, uh, it was some bullshit. What was it Garland? Garland, but uh, Garland. Garland. Yeah. Like they accused me of stealing Garland and shit. Like I was stuffing it underneath my Fubu jersey and try to rock, rock all day with fucking lace and shit and fucking what's that um, tissue paper? Like nah. Like, they she legit me. walked up to me like, hey, they is felt he me up with and shit. you? And I was like, yes. yes. We all doing... came in together. It was several of us. It was me, and... you, and Kelsey. It was yeah. just us, yeah, three. us, us three. But why the fuck are y'all stealing garland? We weren't stealing garland. I had a kiss in there that I had to work on the back end <laughs> so I could come up on his money to pay for my crack debt. So you got Craig. You got Craig. You got fired on your day off. That crack you debt. Didn't do. No, no, no. no, no, no not no. crack debt. Not- Craig did. No, no, no. Was, he said crack debt. I, I had crack debt. I heard crack debt. I, I had a crack debt. They had a, I was uh, trying not to acknowledge the sad part of the story. No, no, no. <laughs> it's all fictional, but in a TV series. Hey, real or not. <laughs> but legitimate. Don't ever talk about your crack debt. But legitimate, 17 years old, with two black men in a fabric store walking You didn't up. punch all them white people? I was, the, the reason why Kelsey was getting searched and all that was white because of okay. do-rag. He had his do-rag on. He was wearing his do-rag. Kelsey used to always wear do-rags. He had like 157 colors of do-rags. I had a do-rag for every color in the rainbow. It was 156. Every every shirt, if his pants were a different color, if he wore a white t-shirt, but his do-rag would match his pants. Or they match his shoes. And he had the Jacob watches. And it was like a legit color match. He had 50 50 shades of red. 
That's why most of my time on Def Jam fight for New York is spent like in the closet. Like, I'm gonna bring up Def Jam. Like, how I'm gonna fuck these niggas up with these? Oh, I need to, I need to fight some more matches. Get these sky blue loves. I'm gonna get fucking up, fucking big, fucking. Yeah, just delete all that. But getting back into the OC, the topic at hand, Ross. What is your relationship with the show, and how did you get into it? My relationship was basically you literally forcing me to watch the OC. I can't recall if it was the Christmas Cup Bar Mitzvah Cup episode, but it was season three, a.k.a. the best season of all seasons. I'm sorry. I don't mean to stop you. I don't mean to stop a black man from his black thoughts. But Daniel, that just lets me know you never watched the OC. If you're grimacing like that about the Christmas no, Christmas Cup Bar Mitzvah Cup. He was looking at me drinking my frozen beer that I was still trying to de-thaw. So you seen the OC before? Yes. Okay. I have four sisters. And? And that's what they fucking watched. Pause. Continue, Ross. My fault. Christmas Cup Bar Mitzvah Cup. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was basically you've been, you were forcing me and uh, by the time we were watching it, I was like, oh, this dude, Seth, is a white version of you. Is this the time where they're in the Vegas? No. No, no Vegas is, is not the first Christmas bar mitzvah. He said season three. Yeah, season three. Season three's. Well, he did say that, but that didn't take place at the same time, though. Oh, well, yeah. I was just... So flashbacks? This, the Christmas bar mitzvah was when he was deciding on giving... Uh, Figuring out the perfect gift for summer and what you call it, and trying not to have him. Anna. So he Anna. wasn't with Anna. At, that's season one. This, yeah. This no. Is, this Anna season two. This is Anna season three. No, 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 no. Anna season two. The show. Anna, Anna was there from Jump Street. Almost. No. Well, no, no. Uh, but the Anna, 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 Anna summer fight for Seth was season three. Because um, nobody uh, came to his Christmas good bar mitzvah in the first place. And that was, um, and that Ryan, was, that's how we got introduced to the holiday. Yeah. Yeah, that was the best Christmas cut ever. So was it Olivia Wilde's character in season two? And then Yeah, Anna she got introduced in, in the bait shop. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, Alex. Alex. Because mm-hmm. I like my girls a little small. Actually, no. <laughs> but Alex had a body <laughs> and a very sturdy chin. And now that we're talk- strong, aerodynamic. <laughs> now that we're talking about it, I think my very first episode might have been season one in season uh would have been season two then. Mm. The old bait shop. Because it was Olivia Wilde in the bait shop. And the bait shop was their local hangout spot. Just like if you watch Saved by the Bell, if you're old like me, they had the mats or even like um fucking Family Matters. They had, what was it, Reggie's? Yep. They had, because every show, Central Perk, if you're familiar with Friends, so every the, show has their central meetup spot. If you watch All American, they their, had what Spencer ate at. It wasn't a literal bait shop. No, no it was, but it was it the was name of the it. The bait shop because it was on the pier. beach, so it's like ooh, it was, it was like, on the pier. It was like a little club or a little hangout. No, it was like Denny's, but with, it was like it was like a surfer's Denny's. Well, what was that? What was the place in One Tree Hill then? Um, uh, oh shit! Name, name of the the mom, his um, Lucas's mom. Yeah, it was a diner, but up, then after shit. she bought, then she bought it, and then uh, but yes, so it was a Nikki's. Oh, Karen's. Karen's. It's Karen. What we're getting back Karen's, to is every that's show. Racist. Every show had a place. Yes. That the The Peach Pit was on 90210. Yeah. The or the dot on Degrassi. Yeah. I the dot. But when no, you say the, the dot. bait shop, me, I think like this little hole in the wall right before you get to the lake. Where? Yeah, that's, but not. But that's meant that, the lake that's being the ocean. old bed now. Yes. Because yeah, with not even um, as a kid, I thought bait shop I means we go fishing. 
Yeah, but this bait shop was basically more this just a restaurant. Bait shop for white women. Yeah. No. The, well, the bait shop on OC is just a restaurant. It's a diner. It was a club. It was a bar. It was a bar. It was a bar. Okay. Yeah, that's that's different. Like either you only serving drinks and kind of food, or you're serving mainly food and maybe some drinks. That's the difference between a diner. Anyway, it was like pop some Riverdale's when Veronica got a shit at the bottom. But the bait shop was there (laughs) for people to do shit during the day, work, but then at night. They rented out the basement and it had um, fucking live acts and music. And that's one of the aspects about the OC that made it ahead of its time. Because not only did it give you... There was Airbnb in the basement. They had a team dramedy. They had that shit, but also they had the soundtrack. That's where I discovered the killers. Exactly. And from riding around with Joe in his car and him buying the soundtrack or downloading it, I would listen to the music. We would bond the music. And then we bond with the show. And then when you hear that song... In the show, you connect more, and then you're like, oh, shit, and tell somebody else about the show. Because nowadays, every show, especially if it's in the YA uh, market, if it's on CW, if it's aimed towards younger people, the soundtrack and the show go hand-in-hand. So they make sure the music matches the tone. They make sure you can find it. If you remember this time point in television when when at the end of every show you hear, hey, if you like this song, go here to get this, or this artist here featured today, OC was at the for- forefront of that shit. It was Roswell, then OC, yep. and then One Tree Hill were the three big All three shows that- is where I found the soundtrack to my 14 to 19 year old life. And Veronica Mars. that old? I thought yeah. Roswell was new. No, no, no. This is a reboot. New Mexico is out now, but reboot. the original Roswell was the very first CW show that ever said, if you like this song, this is by who so and so. Go to the CW. Go to so, CW.com. All I'm saying is Roswell isn't a new show. It's, well, it's, it's not a new. It's not a new IP because it's based on the book. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's semi new. It's a rework. This, but they did it before they did it. What I'm trying to reference, I guess. Well, yeah, we're, we're yeah. Old, this new Roswell so. is based off of the. I book. didn't know there was an old Roswell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roswell it, was, 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 the, it was the original Roswell. The Roswell TV series, the first iteration. Are they linked at all? No, no, no. no. The first were um, Roswell. Reboot. Yeah, yeah. It's totally okay. reboot. The first um, Roswell iteration. Came out when Nelly Furtado turned off the lights was still on oh, radio. Nelly Furtado, I know she that's was one on your episode. personal favorite. Exactly, I had that hole in my locker. Personal I hold, I respect her always. You but, love her. Yes, I do. Dido, um, the song that they sampled for Stan. Yep. So with, not so um, bad. I save you. With that's yeah. the theme song to the original um, Roswell TV series. Okay. So that's a little that was wrap around. I didn't CW, know that. Like, so CW Roswell started back high school era for us. And but nobody was fucking with it. Yeah, but now it's a... Well, didn't it get canceled already after like two or three seasons? No, no, no. no. The New Roswell the new new is still, still fresh. Yeah, it's okay, still Okay, so going. New Roswell is like what? Going into season four or season No, four? it's no, only no. on the second. It's it's still live and it's still currently in the second season. It should be... Like, but you don't need to watch old Roswell, Roswell no. to understand New Roswell. Not no. at all. Old Roswell came out after... Smallville. And Smallville was a shit though. Until it was, it was the original CW. It was the original CW verse show. It was the original I'm not the hero, but I'm the hero show. Yeah. It was live action anime. 
Oh shit! Live action anime. No, it was. N- I'm it not was the hero, but I'm the hero. It was not the first live action anime because Lucas Scott was the hero. But going into that shit, the OC predicted a lot of shit, especially when Seth and Zach had issues with their um, self-created comic book. When they um, broke up their partnership, Zach went went on to start his own comic book brand, and that shit started popping. Based on characters he worked with Seth, like Kid Chino, based on Ryan, Ryan, Little Miss Vixen, based, based on, on Summer. Summer, and and then you have this type of meeting in the heads when they want to take it to TV, this and third. But Seth was like, "Yo, I don't want to do this shit with my legacy X, Y, and Z." Just to fast forward now, and we see all this shit happening with people that created their own IPs. Well. Like not even created their own IPs. Like look at the the Star Wars universe. Just uh, you have John Favreau going up against. Um, uh, he's doing better than most of the motherfuckers. John Favreau is the savior of Star Wars, but like Li- Lindsay. Whoa, we will not. whoa, Dave, Dave Filoni, Filoni, right here. <laughs> Dave Filoni what? is the savior. John Favreau is bringing a new live action audience. To the no. live action. Okay, okay. I don't, don't. But he's not I a love savior. Dave. I he's, love Dave. He's a disciple. Ooh. John Favreau Ooh. is a disciple. I, I, I'm in with you. Because yeah. the, the Clone Wars, the last season of Clone Wars. All Dave of Clone Filoni. Wars. The last season of Clone Wars. All of Clone Wars. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. Shut you know why? Because let them get their sound. No, you because can't Filoni, sound. Because no, that Dave doesn't Filoni matter. And, because like the OC, the OC had George he... Lucas on an episode, Ooh. and they discussed certain things about that. And pre-merger, exactly pre-merger. So we had that on there. Guess who else we had on the OC? We had Chris Brown on the episode. We already talked about having Olivia. Wow, in the episode. There were so many people that made their career Bones. or started on that shit and then evolved for it. Like the boy that played Yo Dude on Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. We had good old Stefan on Salvatore. Playing one of the best bad boys that I had to double bad check him. Like, boy. wait, he was a bad boy on here? All right. Yes. And, like, it's so many connections to that universe. Like, the director of that shit, um... Matt G, he created, uh, he didn't create, Matt but he G. directed the first two Charlie Angels movies that came out in the early 2000s, and he came from shooting music videos. Mick G or Matt G? I call him Matt Mick, G. Mick G. I call and him Matt. He was also a writer on Supernatural. Exactly. Mick G's, his, the he things that had, he does good are great, and then everything else is fucking hot trash, but he tries to follow the same formula. And it doesn't work with every medium he tries to proceed after. But when he but does he get to work, it works. When he makes big money, it's big money. And that's why studios put money into his ass. Those first five seasons of Supernatural, pretty uh, good. I don't watch that shit. <laughs> pretty good. Sorry. And the thing about trash after that, but. the OC, which, is, which hits hard, is like you see... A white kid like Ryan that comes from Chino. Chino is basically the hood, the Pablo to self Cheyenne Melton, and he goes through all this shit. He comes up and he gets adopted by Sandy Cohen, who is Seth's dad. He's brought in because Sandy's like, yo, just give him opportunity. 
to live his best life. This kid has potential because he's come from shitty circumstances. He's actually adopted. There's not some sort of like family. No, 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 no. One hundred percent adopted. He's one hundred percent adopted. Lives so the pool house. This is a rich man trying to be appreciative, or he was a Jew kid as Sandy Cohen, the father. He was a poor kid from New York in the Bronx. He went through these adversities. His mother raised him to be a good man. He became a defense attorney or lawyer. He moves to the West Coast, meets a blonde white woman. Yeah. His mama don't like that shit. They have stuff. Shit's they have good. kids. Yeah, she don't have that cheap stuff. The, or the chutzpah. The chutzpah. The chutzpah from Seinfeld. Uh, Shitska is, is a negative. The chutzpah is what you need to be uh, so, appreciated. Yes. What it boils down to is Sandy, kid from the other side of the tracks, quote unquote, finds a kid from the other side of the tracks. Because he says, knew that because that's how he, he grew up. He saw... He is his Why public does this defender. guy relate to this kid? He is he his public that... defender. Yeah. Okay. So he kind of knows he see, struggle. He sees this kid coming up. Hardship. The like from So the, he knows his struggle. Well, coming from the other side of the track, quote-unquote, and sees that, and sees that he has nobody in his corner, and takes him... He's walking down the street. Sandy pulls up next to him in this Range Rover. Like, hey, man. That Range. Hey, where are you staying tonight? Like, looks him in the eye. And he brings him into his house. Puts him in his pool house. He fights with his wife. He fights with his son. Like, because he's like, hey, man. Look, this kid has... He's on rough times. He hasn't had the best life. He needs a chance. And then the friendship is forged in Seth Cohen being a nerd and just getting bullied. And Ryan stands up for him. And then Ryan and Seth are the outcasts. And they go through. They do their own thing. They build their own lives. Seth does his thing. Ryan does his thing. And it's just them like the kid from the other side of the tracks and the privileged kid who was bullied and beat down and just now Seth didn't really want to fuck with Ryan like the for the whole entire time and then like literally Ryan defended Seth and then Seth was like well this is new I'm gonna need to keep this around me as much as I can no it's just like one of the things it's like it's the, the other early, kid the it's other the early kid. 2000s I don't know anything about you. You're now in my home. I want to be cool. I'm a loser. Now I got a bad boy with me. And that first episode of the OC like encompasses all of what this series it's turns out to be. be. Exactly. Yeah. So with well, that being the said, bad boy is not necessarily the bad boy. No, no, no he's not. He, he's, he's just a guy he, with a heart of gold. Yeah, but normally. Because of his situation, and the blank stare, he gets put as a troublemaker, yes. an asshole, the piece of shit, whatever you want to fucking call him. Yes, he's white trash. He's California white trash. But because most people don't understand his point that he's fighting for, because they don't want to hear it. Yeah, and they just think he's just some dumbass, overprivileged kid. Not no, 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 no. underprivileged. He's, he's well, the kid. He's okay, the kid okay, from yeah, the other side of the tracks. The thing that he's more thrust into overprivileged because of the kids, because of Seth's dad actually 
seeing the potential. Well, yeah, of him. he took he could take a chance on this kid. Yeah, but now this kid is thrown into a, a totally different over uh, fucking uh, arena. The, like, uh, the possibility is he success. knows how to fight in his level, and now you took him up to here. And even though he's totally just for what he does, I don't know. I ain't ever seen the show. It's basically about people Ryan realizing that it's. Where you where you where you're born from and the product of your environment can help make or break you. Seeing the growth between Ryan and Seth as brothers, friends, and then just them as individuals as well. See, if y'all ever would explain that to me, I would feel like okay, maybe I need to watch this show. It, nah, like I wouldn't explain the OC to anybody. I was just like, watch it, especially if you miss. It from the beginning of at what it is because TV series have gotten more sophisticated. Yeah, but back then, yeah, bro, yeah, they yeah. just let that shit cook. So yeah. back then, this shit was better than the norm. But you watch it now, it's like, oh, why do y'all like this? It shit? Was this just not even that good. Like no, because they had right. to elevate the quality of the writing and the experience, and they the had show. to build that suspense, and they had to build everything, and. Just to throw this in, I know this is why you guys used to like Veronica Mars. Oh, that's because because back then, OC was trying to throw in these crazy intricate like twist and uh, 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 plot twist, whatever the hell you want to call them. Was throwing this little extra fucking shit to go in to help delve the story, but like OC is Veronica Mars. Oh, it, it is that. It is not. Yeah, the one thing. Veronica that... Mars predates um, OC and Veronica Mars. No, is I'm not saying so... it's the same exact. No, 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 same, same. I know that, but I'm saying like the way Veronica Mars is structured is just different from the, the OC. It's yeah. more intellectual. It... Not necessarily, but it treats the audience like they're smart. Her. Yeah. It's not that not that giving you like equations like Doctor Stone and shit, but it's like yo, we dealing with some nuanced shit. This is a series focused on a woman, so now we have to watch her journey and deal with this other shit. But with that being said, we're gonna have to come uh, wrap this shit up. So I just want to real quick the thing about this show that made it so special because it just puts a warmthness in your heart. Going even back to the theme song, I, we can't sing it because copyright. California by Phantom Planet. Google it, um, YouTube it. As soon as that shit hits, you are in that world. And I just want to ask you guys, who is your favorite character, and what is one of your favorite moments of this entire series? Starting with you, Joe. Man, like sitting back and just really thinking about it. As we went through life, I was Ryan, Kelso's fucking Seth, and it was that brother mentality. Like, I'm here for you, you're here for me. Just going through these episodes and watching and just being the quiet kid from Chino and the outgoing comic book guy that lives in OC, just sitting there and like looking out for each other and just being there for one another. That's what our friendship was forged on. As we sat and we played a million games of beer pong, listening to the song from Phantom Planet and just 
wrecking shop. That was wrecking a serenity shop. song too. That was the one that Yo. pulled us in. Yeah, we won. We won. Nothing's perfect. We won games on games on games. Play if we played thirty-two song. games Except of beer pong, we'll lose four of them. If we were while if playing that, that song, if that song was on, we'll lose I, four of the thirty-two. We're good for eighty-four percent of the and time. Y'all lost them four to who? Who? Who would be you, Ross? Who did you get? What? Uh, first off, Joe, did you give us your favorite character? Oh, yes, Brian. 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 I'm just double checking. I'm Ryan. You're Seth. That, 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 that's the way that shit boils yes. down, man. Now you know how I feel, Ross. Nasty. Nasty. That nasty man. I'm Ryan. You're Seth. That's the way that shit boils down. You put shit in jars. At the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) At the end of the day. Ross, like nobody believe you, Kelsey, because I'm Roscoe. Everybody knows you treat me like shit. (laughs) 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 Look how Kelsey bruise my ego. He never says I'm good at anything. I'm just lacking. And I see it work. I'm like. That's a song. Mom manipulation. Ross is the evil cop. That's a shit I've seen it where I'm like, he really got them them tricked. They really. Them jitsu. But then again, I can't stop from feeding into it because I'm like, fuck you then. You ain't about me, fuck you. I especially love using that jitsu when he's drunk because he really, he knows it's happening, but he but can't, can't control it. So it's just, it's just he watches stretch, like, it's just a stressed out Kelsey, like, don't believe what the fuck he's saying. Don't believe what the fuck he's saying. But I'm he won't say like, that. I'm just sitting there like, why would you he th- say that to me, guys? You think, you think I'm stressed out? <laughs> hey, you think I'm stressed out? The truth out. is written. You think I'm stressed? You can't, you can't, you can't hide behind that anymore because it's out there. No, it's not. No, he can't. Only ten people listen to this, and three of them ten people are in this room right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait! wait, wait. Think about it. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five. Three of the ten are here. There are two of us that don't even listen to this. And I know exactly who them two are. I don't. I don't. I count you. You do listen. We don't listen. The DC episode was a fucking full fucked up loop. No, we don't listen. I did 20 minutes. Like, I don't like the sound of my voice. I don't like this. Bro, this is why I need a producer credit because I make sure it comes out right. I need a producer credit. Oh, speaking of that, all right, we're going to get back to that later. But, Ross, favorite character or favorite moment of the OC? Your mom's. I'm be honest. I can't have a favorite character, but I have a favorite relationship, which is Seth and Summer, because just mm-hmm. them two together, just the growth of their relationship. But if I had to go, you were with, Seth. You definitely. Oh, Seth. I'm dead. Oh, bruh. My feelings get hurt. I'm jumping on the boat and selling. <laughs> Kelsey, where's Vasco at? He had a boat. How would you know where his chart his course is? Because I don't like water. And me and him are having a pack. I will not come for you. And he'll be like, I don't want you to. Like, nigga, I was never planning. I know. All right. Like, what the summer, get breeze. Fucking Alize Hypnotic and Curble Hulk breeze. Like, what? What? No. I'm saying my black ass on the coast eating chicken. Trying to oh. mess with my seawalk. I ain't got time for that shit. She was feeling broke and sailed the fuck away. That shit was still so great. And for a whole two episodes. What the fuck, Seth? What the fuck, Seth? What the fuck, Seth? 
I the boat's gone. gone. <laughs> the summer break is gone. And for me, being specific, of course, what I was saying, my favorite character is Seth Cohen, aka Adam Brody. One of my favorite episodes would definitely be the Vegas episode because when that happened, I've never been to Vegas. But after I've been to Vegas, that episode hit my heart so many different ways. And it's even harder than him? No, no, no. no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth Seth never got kicked out of no place in Vegas. I was getting paid to dance with my clothes on. I got paid for hey, street bro, dancing. Hey, bro, clothes on, my clothes, clothes off. On. Getting paid is getting paid. Nah, I keep my thing to myself. Hey, bro, don't matter, <laughs> man. Money's money. Mm-mm. It's okay to hit yourself on the chin. No, 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 That's the one for me and the ghost in my room to see that shit. Sorry. And uh, with that being said, we're going to wrap that shit up. And, of course, we talked about what we want to get out. About the OC. Mm. The modern day American classic. And just if you already seen that OC or you like what we talked about, want to watch something similar, we're just gonna um, give out um, a recommendations in a segment called "Yo, Check It Out." And I'm gonna keep it real short. It's gonna be the name of the show, where you can find it, and very quickly why you should watch it. I'm gonna start with myself. Netflix, a little series called Outer Banks. Oh. People from two sides of the track, fucking typhoons. Go social inequalities. Booyah, Kasha. Ross, what would you recommend for somebody that likes the OC? Well, I don't want to be so obvious and common and say. But I know what you're going to say. And say OTH. OTH, you know why? Because only one tree hill. But. You're going to. I'm going to anyway. So, one tree hill is such a great thing. And it's so. If you don't want to see preppy white kids in school, but you want to see sports oriented of preppy white kids in school, I recommend One Tree Hill. Joe, what about you? Oof, my goodness. So you're going to ask me to ask people to go watch something that's no, after. No, no, what would you recommend? Not, what would you recommend? Yes. What's what similar it's, to the OC? I haven't seen anything in my personal experience oh, that's wow. close to the OC. So you're just du- gonna double down? Not I'm, even the tree of one. You're just gonna say watch Here? the goddamn fucking show? I'm or the grassy? No, not even. After all that's said and done, Joseph, I'm gonna go say this episode is about the OC, and if you haven't seen the OC, watch it. Better question: Since you don't have a TV series that you recommend, what episode of the OC that you recommend? If you never watch it. This is the episode to watch that will make you fall in love with the series. This is the mandatory. If there's one episode that you're could, on the line right now that could that could tell the story of OC. Why the fuck you watch one, this shit? Like, <clears throat> what would that episode probably be? The first two episodes oh, of fuck. season one. All right. Because no, no, I'm saying like, all right, Ooh. I already know why. <laughs> first two and episodes right. of season one. <laughs> Just say first two episodes that, and say fuck everybody. No, no. Right. Not fuck everyone. The first two episodes. No, fuck everybody. It, 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 <laughs> watch, watch it. It sets it up. And then the Vegas episode. Because there's been so many Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. Man, Roscoe. It feels like you're going yes. to do a callback. Hold up, Roscoe. Joseph just told us to watch a Vegas episode of one of our 
favorite TV series without even oh. being to Vegas with oh. us. We've been over there once, not twice, not yeah, three, but four hand. times together. And he has not. I'm going to give him your son treatment. Because Luke has never been out there with us either. Luke! And he don't even watch the OC. Luke! <laughs> and yes, yes, yes. Yes, y'all. Please check out everything we tell you to. Because during quarantine, you all have a lot of access to I mean, certain what else activities. Exactly. And if you got HBO Max, I mean, it just gives you more reason to use HBO Max. Of course. And to bring this episode to an end, I just want to thank everybody that was a part of this. The boy Chris with no ace. The boy Dan Rojas. Patience is a virtue. He is our Freddy, but yeah, he hates us. But that's what Freddy did. Time is an illusion. But if you decide to see it and bury it all, ooh, your shoulders will be strong. Your shoulders will be strong. You'll be Lucy. And you become black goo and become endless. Yo, because be black endless. goo is the truth. Because black goo is here in the beginning. Black goo will be in the end. Watch Lucy if you want to comprehend. Yes. Thank you, Joe, Joseph, Joey, and Gargiola. Richard the second. That means he 2D or D2. Because you like 2D. Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Because one shit could be longer than another shit. Thanks like, for having uh, me on. It Swiss was, it was, uh, it, a, it was a pleasure. I, I want to do this again. Oh. Word and respect, and just let everybody know that you was on for show, and we could build the brand. Ross, any final words before we get the fuck out of here? Stay black, y'all. Stay black, y'all. Stay blue, black. The black, black, y'all. Fight the power. Word and um, yeah. Welcome to the OC, bitch. Be one or be nothing. We out. Love and peace.